This is a Kirkendall Barrett presentation, darling. <laughs> Dad is dead. There is a dog. You bought strawberries. <laughs> Who do you think you are? You buy homemade bread? What are you, QAnon? What makes him happy? Uh, Not being in this movie? Not being in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> a lifetime of Hallmark. Well, hello, everybody. It is your favorite day of the week. It is time for another episode of A Lifetime of Hallmark, where we talk about movies on both Lifetime and the Hallmark Channel and try to make sense of them. I am Les Kirkendall Barrett. Hello, Jason Bowers. Hello, Les Kirkendall Barrett. And hello, Kurt Fitzpatrick. Hello, Les Kirkendall Barrett. And hello, Jason Bowers. And hello, greetings to to actress slash producer slash storyteller Christina DeRosa, our special Hello. Woo. Hi, Woo. Christina. Hi there. Thanks for having me. So if you listened to our episode uh, a couple of weeks ago, we did the Lifetime movie Drowning in Secrets, and we had our new friend Laura Poe, who plays Christina's mother in the movie, and now we have Christina, the star of the movie. We're so excited. Aw, thank you so much. Yes, you were the lead. This was your, uh, this was like your f- first like leading role, right? This was my first time being number one on the call sheet, which was something I did not take uh, lightly. I really feel like it was a responsibility. I had to uh, show up and make sure that everybody's blood pressure was even and calm and just help bring the energy to a good piece. And it was very easy to do this on this set because everybody was so professional and so awesome. Yeah, that's well, we what Laura said too. Yeah. yeah, I will say um, I've definitely been been leads before, but to be number one on the call sheet is something that just reminded me of, I had a great acting coach tell me, keep in mind situational awareness, meaning you're not just hired to do a great job as the actress, you're hired as number one on the call sheet to make sure you're situational, that's a hard thing to say right now, I'm having a tongue twister moment here. That you are aware of everything going on in every situation on that set. So if somebody needs help, if, you know, if the hair and makeup is suffering or the grips are suffering or um, craft service needs an extra hand, like you're a team player. You have to constantly be on that team and rooting for that team. I love to think about being on set like going to a Dodger game or if you guys are New Yorkers going to the Yankees or going to, you know, a Mets game or you're all rooting for the same team. Right. And that's how it needs to be on set. We're all rooting for the same baby. And the baby is either the movie or, or the film, the movie or the TV show. Is is there an (laughs) example either on this movie or anything else where you've worked on where, where just having that attitude has, has changed the mood for the better? Well, I always say, if you follow me on Instagram, you follow me on TikTok, you see my social media, I'm all, I always say gratitude is the best attitude. I'm all about that. And I really believe that that's true no matter what situation. have to just brag about the producers of Drowning in Secrets, Chelsea and David Gear. Oh my goodness. They just kept calm regardless what fire might've been going off. And you know, that's what's so funny, like being on a set, there's always something, right? Like it either rains when it's supposed to be sunny or there's some factor that you can't control. Somebody gets hurt, ends up in a hospital. Like you never know, like anything is possible, right? When you're on a set and they just kept 
so calm, cool, and collected, regardless of any possible situation. And the ability to laugh when something does kind of go a little wackadoo. <laughs> yeah, I've heard you. I actually heard you in another interview talking about situational awareness, and you said that you're really nice to the extras. So I appreciate that because I've done a lot of extra work over the years. Same. Because uh, we're not extras are not like we get a rule. You're not, you're not supposed to talk to anybody who has a speaking part. Like if someone uh, gets, even if an extra gets bumped up and they have a line, we can't talk to that person anymore. Those are the rules. Yeah. I understand rules. I nice also understand that rules good. are made to be, <laughs> rules are made to be broken. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That might be a whole other podcast. Rules are made to be broken. Um, starring Christina Teresa. No, um, I'm, I'm a big fan of just thanking everybody. I, had the honor and the pleasure of working many years ago with Susan Lucci on Devious Maids. And she was one of one of the people who really taught me on set that kindness is key. Kindness is king. I mean, she couldn't have been nicer to me. And I was just coming on for, I don't know, a day or two on that set. And she was a series regular on that set. And she was just thanking me so much. It made me feel so welcomed. So that's something that I absolutely try to do to every extra, every person, every day player on any, on any set. And I think it really kindness goes a long way. Like people don't get annoyed if you're being nice to them. I, I love that. I, and I was just telling somebody the other day about uh, back when Susan Lucci was constantly nominated for the Emmy, the daytime Emmy, and didn't win it, and then hosted SNL, and they did this really funny monologue where basically everyone around SNL had an Emmy but Susan Lucci, and she was such a good sport about it. And I thought that mm. set, a really good, uh, uh, set a really good tone. Absolutely. I think it's – there's – you know, there's no coincidence, like the people who usually win Emmys and win Oscars and win awards, it takes like more than just the talent. It takes like a political campaign. Right. Mm -hmm. So, uh, yeah, just like being on set. I mean, you got to show up and be kind and and be nice to everybody. I mean, that's just, just go without saying. And this is good to hear, though, that Susan Lucci was nice because I am a diehard Susan Lucci, Erica Kane fan. So that's oh, nice. good to hear. And, and, well, oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh, I love that. I love I love also hearing when when other actors tell me about actors that I haven't worked with and they're telling me that they're nice. And you know what? I have to say, like, I don't know the percentage, but I'd say over 90 percent of every actor I've ever worked with has been awesome amazing i had the honor of working with marley matlin who's an oscar winner and she just won for coda obviously with that movie and she was super awesome and funny and you know i've just i don't think there's many people out there that have the opposite reaction when you work with them although maybe you just don't hear about those people right <laughs> it, it's been my experience anytime i've met someone of note that it's usually not that person that's the pain in the butt it's usually their people it's usually mm. the people that and they, you know they're doing their job they're supposed to keep the schedule moving they're supposed to uh you know be the barrier between you and them when they have things that they need to get done in their day so i get it but usually it's not the actual celebrity or actor or actress or musician or whatever it is Mm, I like that. Yeah. And I also think as an actor, it's important to pick your team. I think, you know, I always call it the dream team because 
recently I was actually uh, represented by someone and I heard from other people, oh, this person doesn't have such a great reputation and be careful. And that's like, oh boy, you don't want to hear that your agents or managers or anyone, publicists, anyone that's on your team has a reputation that's just not quite amazing. I mean, you want someone that's fierce and that's powerful and that's going to do their job. But that really does say a lot about the actor, like who they pick to be on their team. So there's a fine line there, too. Christine, I know, I know the movie is airing again on uh, April 17th, is it? Easter Sunday? Easter Sunday, yes. I yeah. think it's 8 p.m. Oh. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, so for anyone that hasn't seen it and hasn't listened to our earlier podcast about this, uh, both uh, there are two... 90s heartthrobs that are in the movie and my little gay self was all excited about David Chokichi <laughs> and Jeremy London being in this movie. Yes, yes, yes. They were both amazing, amazing. Uh, I could text them both right now and tell them that you have a crush on them. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> cool. We could end up having everybody from that movie on this show. We could start our own podcast just based on that movie. Yeah. Oh, that's just funny. Cool. That's funny. I mean, I, I'm pretty positive David Chokichi would say yes. He's such a chill Ooh. Malibu guy, lives in Malibu with his family, and he's surfing and hanging out and keeping those washboard abs. So I'm sure he could take a couple minutes to be on, you know, be on your show. <laughs> Noted. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. So, so I have a question, Christina. When people, do you ever get mistaken for Jennifer Beals? Actually, I get mistaken way more for Alyssa Milano. And oh, oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay. I can see that. Yeah. If you actually Google Christina DeRosa, Alyssa Milano, I think it might be like white dress. When I went to the Emmys years ago, I wore this pretty extravagant white dress. And that year, Alyssa Milano was not at the Emmy. She was actually at the Dodger game that Sunday. So <laughs> she has she has a picture of her holding a sign. She's wearing a blue dress in, in the picture, and she's holding a sign, and it says, that was not me in the white dress. And it was like a whole thing because E-Television actually <laughs> mistaked me for Alyssa Milano that, that Emmy Sunday. Now we have a mutual friend too. I, I are you friends with Meredith Thomas, who is one? Of I the, am. Of she's done a ton of movies. Yes, we oh, love yeah. her. She's been on our show oh. a few times. She's a sweetheart. Yeah. Yes, we're in the uh, Television Academy together, the Academy of Television Arts and Sciences. I get to see her at all kinds of fancy, fun events, and um, yeah, she's doing awesome in the Lifetime, and she's. I think she's directing too now, right? Oh yeah, she's she moving. So. Yeah. Maybe she started doing that. Yeah. Yeah. And well, she is the possible. after Vivica Fox. She has appeared in the second most number of Lifetime movies of all time, I believe. Oh wow, that's a cool fact. Yeah, and you know what? It's the time of women. They, I produce as well, and I was just on the phone today with the Real One, and I've had meetings with Marvista, and they're all saying that they really do want female directors and writers. They want females in front of the camera and behind the camera. So where sh where should we uh, send our where should our listeners send their resumes? Then? That's what I want to know. <laughs> well, I'm just saying. I mean, if you if you do have a lot of female listeners that are writers and directors, it's your time, ladies. Yeah. It's your time to shine. Um, absolutely. I mean, if you're a writer and you're looking to get in with Mar Vista or Real One or Tubi or any of those type of projects, I'm always reading scripts and I'm always willing to pitch 
scripts and concepts and treatments and everything. And anyone can always email me. I'm Christina at ChristinaDeRosa.com. And if you have a good concept or treatment, absolutely. And I will say, and it is the time of the, of the women. So uh, ladies, don't be shy. And you recently made a horror movie on a haunting it's called. Yes, we made that movie actually during the pandemic, believe it or not, in 2020, in the summer of 2020. Thank God it went really, really well. Nobody got COVID. Everything you know went smoothly. And the movie is winning so many awards right now. And um, I will keep you posted when you can see it because we're talking to multiple companies now and figuring out our best deal. So it's it was a fabulous, fabulous experience. I'm honored. I got to work with Fort Argyle Films. And many more, many more projects are in the works right now for big entertainment or King Beager. So I will be producing more and more projects coming up. And I'll just repeat that title because I think Kirk cut out right like on the word Savannah. It's called A Savannah Haunting. So we'll be looking for that. That's correct. It's called A Savannah Haunting and it's actually based on a real haunted house in Savannah, Georgia. Have you seen that uh, the Amityville horror movie where the Amityville house uh, shoots into space? You mean you're talking about the original one? No, 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 no. There is a new one coming out. Yeah. Oh, there's a new Amityville movie where it shoots into space. So the the Amityville series has gone as far as it can go at this point. Got it. I definitely didn't see the the new one, man. I'm behind on that. (laughs) Um. So you and our own Jason Bowers have been on General Hospital. Yes, absolutely. That was a great experience, too. I got to play Renata. I got to have an Italian accent and a super fun experience. I have what's so amazing. Actually, I have a friend right now that I was just talking to the other day. And he's like, Christina, I'm exhausted. I'm like, what? You should be like so happy. He's like a series regular now on the soap opera. And he's like, it's like an entire movie. In one day, they shoot a hundred pages a day. I don't think people really realize the amount of work it is. Like you don't get much, you don't get a second take really. You get like a one take and you better nail it. <laughs> That's how fast soap operas move. It's amazing. I think- I mean, on a- I, I was just going to say, sorry to interrupt. I just think that's why uh, you'll see a lot of soap actors in Lifetime movies because the, the shoots tend to be fairly quick. So they need people that can hit their mark and get get the, the line and get the get it right on the first take because they got to move on. I have the utmost respect for all soap opera actors. And when I say soap opera actors, I specifically am talking about people who are series regulars who are shooting, you know, specifically, personally, maybe 30, 40 pages a day. It's a lot. It's a lot. A lot of material. Yeah, I have that. Uh, you played hooker number two. Jason played hooker number one. No, I was I was delivery <laughs> no. guy. Delivery. This <laughs> a delivery guy. And then you played another uh, character as well. Uh, I played Renata. 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 Oh, speaking of playing Italian roles, I watched that show you did, Gravesend. Gravesend. Correct. I watched that episode of that and that's a really good show i never i never heard of that before it looks it's an independently produced show right like did they produce they produced all the episodes and then they they sold it to amazon after that correct yeah yeah they right now are actually shooting i believe the next season yeah the next season they've got brand dressers in it and tony danza i think is in it so yeah we had a good time Christina, I was just going to ask. So wait, so I'm a general hospital watcher. Do you remember your storyline 
Ooh, this is taking me, this is taking me like way back. Um, I mean, this was many, 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 many moons ago. Uh, I believe Renata was, oh my gosh. It was with Lucky. The oh my God, that was a long time ago. <laughs> yeah. That was like 2008. Yeah. Yeah. The handsome, the handsome yeah. blondie. Yeah. Cause, no, I've been watching that show since I was like five. So <laughs> never missed an episode. Lucky is Luke and Laura's son, right? Yes. Correct. Correct. Yeah. It was a long, long time ago. Long, long time ago. Yes. <laughs> well, I also read that you actually were considering quitting acting uh, like in the last couple of years. Right. And then you decided not to, or something happened where you were, you were uh, rejuvenated again. Yeah. I really, I mean, the pandemic really put things in perspective and made me go, huh, you know, what do I want to do? What do I not want to do? How much time do I want to invest in this career? And it, it is a crazy, 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 crazy career. I'll just say that. Um, anyone who thinks it's easy is, is crazy. Um, anyone who does it is crazy too. I mean, we're all crazy to be in it because it, it just, I mean, we say numbers don't lie, right? Well, I mean, the numbers are insane. Like you can audition for a bunch of stuff and just be super talented and be great and do a great job and, and not book it because you look too much like the director's ex-wife or the director's daughter or the other lead that's in the show. Or you're too skinny or you're too fat or you're too tall or, you know, there could be a million and one reasons why you don't book something or a million and one reasons why you even don't get an audition. And it's nothing to do even with your talent. So there's so many things about this industry that just are just, they are what they are. They're just not quite fair. But when you love it, you just keep, you keep getting pulled in and it's hard to say, it's hard to say goodbye. So yes, I've tried to take a break probably several times now and beautiful things sometimes happen when you take a break. The first time I tried to take a break, I actually found a charity that I'm very passionate about. So I'm now a chairwoman of a charity called face forward international face forward provides free reconstructive surgery to survivors of domestic violence, human trafficking, or any cruel act of violence. And um, that happened. I was able to focus on the charity when I took a little, when I say little break, it was like maybe three months. Um, it wasn't a very long break, but enough time for me to realize what else matters to me in life, what else I'm passionate about in life. So, um, so yeah, even during the pandemic, I was like, oh my goodness, I, I love producing so much. Maybe I should just focus on producing and take a break from the acting. And then I got pulled in and I got offered the role of Misha and Drowning in Secrets and couldn't say no to it and absolutely loved the experience. And that kind of reminded me and re-sparked the fire inside of me to to keep acting. It is a bit of a stereotype in uh, L.A. Anytime a, like an actor or friend of mine wants to go out of town and is planning to go out of town, that's when they get a, a part that keeps them in town. They're like, okay, well, this is a good thing that I got hired, but also I was just about to go away on vacation. Now i got to move it around. Yeah, I'm a big believer in taking the time. Like I used to not do that. I used to be so afraid to book out in fear of missing out on an actual opportunity in fear of missing out on an audition or a booking. And now, I mean, I'm actually flying this Friday just for two nights, like three full days, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. And my current agent asked me, are you a hard book out or a soft book out? Meaning, you know, are you booking out? But yet if, 
I get you an audition, you can still do it. Or if I, if you book something, you'll change your mind. And I was like, no, this is a hard book out. Like I am not changing my mind. I'm going for the face forward charity event. I'm very excited for my, my trip away. I'm excited to even have those three days away from LA, away from auditioning. I think it's important to take the time you need and set boundaries in life and sometimes say no when you need to say no. Actors sometimes can feel so pulled to always say yes to everything, everything, everything. And then, and then who do you become? You just become like this machine, this robot. You need to have the ability to say no if you want to say no. I guess the other thing we were, we were talking about this before a little bit. There was an, there was an article that said that you, you were in a production of the wizard of Oz with Natalie Portman. But it also says in the article that you played the role of orphan Annie in the wizard of Oz. Now what, I don't remember Orphan Annie in The Wizard of Oz. I remember Dorothy. I remember all the characters. I knew this. How did they shoehorn Orphan Annie into that? No, Orphan Annie would be from Annie. Oh. <laughs> I played a munchkin in The Wizard of Oz. Okay. This article, the way it's, the way it's written, it says, it says you're Orphan Annie in The Wizard of Oz. I was like, Oh, boy. That? You better yeah. send me that article yeah. so I can tell them. The, the bots are writing about you, I think, is what it is. Yeah, it's these, like, these high school kids are writing articles and... Interesting. So, I'll have to, yeah, I'll have to so. find out. But no, I was a munchkin in The Wizard of Oz with Natalie Portman when her name was Natalie Hirschlag at the time. Wow. Okay. She was a munchkin too? She was a munchkin too. Yeah. She was head of the lollipop guild. <laughs> wow. Christina, uh, can, can you tell us how we can find more about Phase Forward? Phase Forward, absolutely. You can go to phaseforward.org. And our big charity event is actually this Saturday, April 9th in Dallas, Texas. We have Grammy-winning singer CeeLo Green performing and Stephen Kramer Glickman is the uh, opening for the headliner. And it's going to be fabulous. We always have amazing, amazing charity events to raise money for our survivors. And it's just been such an honor to be on the board and to serve and to see the work we do and the lives we change. We literally will put somebody's smile back on their face and the reconstructive surgery is just mind blowing. I mean, we've had acid attacks. We've had so many stories that just break your heart, but then it's amazing to see, wow, we are actually making a difference by the work we do. That's a great thing. Yeah. I think it's important for actors and artists in general to have charities or something that they can support whether it's financially, whether it's volunteering their time, whether it's feeding the homeless, whether it's taking care of our veterans. There's so many causes out there. And as an actor, there's so many things we do that just feel so, for lack of a better word, selfish. And yet when you're doing something of service and you're helping others, it just puts everything in perspective. And on that note, I also believe that as an actor, we are actually serving. And if you look at acting from that perspective, it also really helps you stay focused on the craft, on, on the skills you have without it feeling as selfish as it could feel. Christina, where can we find you? Absolutely. You can go to my website, christinaderosa.com. I'm on TikTok. I'm on Instagram at actress Christina DeRosa. I post pretty regularly on Instagram and TikTok. So you can definitely find me there. I also post on Twitter and um, yeah, let me know your, uh, let me know you. Let me know you're a fan. Let me know if you have any questions. I post a lot of videos that are to help actors as well. So I'm all about giving back in that way as well. So if there's something you want to see, if there's a video you want to have me make, send me a message. Let me know. Thank you very much. Les, where can we find you? 
You can find me on my website, leskirkendallbarrett.com. Uh, Jason, where can we find you? You can find me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Big Shot Jason. And if you are listening to this podcast and you're liking it, please give us a five-star review on whatever podcasting platform you listen to us on. You can find all of us on Facebook Insta- and Instagram at Lifetime of Hallmark Podcast. Kurt, what about you? Oh, I'm at KurtFitzpatrick.com. That's Kurt with a K. All sorts of stuff going on there. Christina DeRosa, thank you so much. We're going to be watching Drowning in Secrets again, April 17th on Lifetime Movie Network. Aw, thank you, thank you, thank you, gentlemen. Thanks it'll for having be, me. And then it'll be an Easter tradition for the years <laughs> to come. <laughs> it's a new tradition, yes. Yes. So, so until next time, everybody, bye. 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 Bye.